0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here with you for today's VRA investing podcast. Well, following yesterday's big rally on the Federal Reserve meeting, we got another rally today in tech, especially. Uh, We finished higher for the most part. The Dow Jones was our one index that finished lower on the day. Even then, it was down just slightly. And we saw some really bullish action from the Dow Jones transports, which I'll cover here in a little bit, a little bit of going back over Dow theory here. But the big news today came after the close as we got three of our mega cap names reporting earnings today. All eyes were on this, much like all eyes were on yesterday's Fed meeting. Uh, But we got a few misses here after the close. These weren't big misses. Um, and really, I mean, if you look at these numbers objectively, when these companies are doing 75 billion to over a hundred billion dollars in revenue every quarter, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, mind boggling levels of numbers, uh, to be saying, but they did miss here. Right. So it wasn't necessarily the earnings in revenue. I think that, that really drove the sell-off that we're seeing in some of these stocks now. It's really the forward guidance that, uh, investors are keying off of here. Uh, but I've got, I've got a few comments on that as well. So let's jump right into them. Google missed slightly here on both revenue and earnings after the close. Shares are now down about four and a half percent in after hours trading. But today Google stock was up over 7% during the session. So even after being down 4.5% in after hours, we have net gains on the day still for Google. So really, not like this is some incredibly bearish statement here. And I'll point out too that a lot of these stocks, not just Google, but Apple and Amazon as well, are reaching overbought levels here. They aren't extreme overbought, but these are getting to levels where you might see a pause. I mean, we've had a massive massive start to the year for these companies. You got Amazon up over 30% to start the year, Apple and Google up over 20%. So that being said, a little bit of after hours sell off after an earnings report is not a big concern for us here. But next up we did get Apple missing on revenue and earnings. It wasn't as up as much as Google during the day today. So it does have losses on the day as it's now down 4% in after hours trading. The stock was up 3.7% during the session today. And next up here, Amazon reporting a beat on revenue, but the downside here that people are focusing on is that their growth for revenue in 2022 was just 9%. Now, that's not bad, right? This is a strong company, but that's the slowest growth for a full year from Amazon since the company went public. You know, that's just not the kind of stats that you want to see there, but still, I mean, it's such a massive company to grow at 9% is still quite a feat in and of itself. Uh, but Amazon now down 3.8% in after hours, similar to Google though, Amazon shares were up 7% during the session. So they haven't even lost today's gains yet. And like I said, they were up 30% to start the year. So, you know, this is just the initial reaction to earnings right now. I think that, uh, As we start to weigh some of the other factors here, you know, maybe we'll get a little bit of a pause here, but by no means does this spook us uh, for these stocks. We think that this year is going to be an impressive year for all of the above, Um, at least our mega cap names, maybe not every single one of them, but overall, I mean, you know, our view, we're looking at 30% gains for our major indexes on the year. That's what we're targeting. Uh, And you've heard all of the analytics to back it up. I'll go over through some of them here in a second as well. So let's take a look at our markets on the day. Got one set of a fresh analytic for you that I'll get to here in a second. But the NASDAQ led the way exactly what you want to see, up a massive 3.25%. Did finish a little bit off its highs of the day today, but really good to see tech leading the way. That's what you want to see. Of course, it helped that Meta, Uh, After earnings yesterday, it was up 20% in after-hours training. Big gap up today. Meta finishing up over 23% on the day-to-day. Let me run this number. I have it somewhere in my notes here. But the stock is up nearly 50% on the year and is up over 100% now from its lows of 2022. Just an incredible rally for Meta. That's why you got tech leading the way. It's also a big weighting in communication services that helped that sector a lot today. It led the way for our sectors, which I'll get to here in a little bit. But all around, good day for tech. Semis also up 2.14%. We do want to see semis leading tech. But hey, we're not going to complain about 2% gains and a new multi-month high from the semis, its highest level since April of last year. We got a lot of those today, a lot of multi-month highs in the NASDAQ as well, its highest level since September of last year. Next up, we got the S&P 500, which was up 1.47% on the day today to 4,179. I do have one more Sorry, I'm gonna go back to NASDAQ really fast here because I also want to point out the NASDAQ is just 55 points away from exiting its technical bear market. That would be a 20% rally um, from the bear market lows. And let me run some one last screen here. I mean, we're pretty much right there. We're 55 points off from that 20% level. Um, And again, you know, know, we've been saying this bear market's been over since the October 12th lows. Now we're getting a confirmation that the rest of the market can see. You know, these 20% levels, I mean, in reality, these are arbitrary numbers. They mean nothing to us. But they do have a psychological impact on the investing community. And people will be putting their money back to work once they learn that we're out of a bear market now. Uh, We got there at the highs of the day today. We just want to see a close below those levels uh, and one other factor that's helping here was the 10 year It hit it's lowest level of the year today and that's going back to September of last year to get to these levels it finished roughly flat on the day uh, but it's still below a 3.4 on the 10 year you know our view we think that's going to continue to head lower alright so back to the S&P 500 sorry for jumping around there today we got a golden cross from the S and P five hundred. That, if you've been tuning into our podcast, you know how bullish that is. <laughs> a golden cross, we call it a, a golden cross buy signal, right? Um, and here's that piece of analytics. Since 1950, there have been 36 golden crosses in the S and P five hundred. Today makes number 37. Now, these numbers may not seem that impressive to you, but one year later. The S&P is up 78% of the time with median gains of 12.7%. Now bring into the factor here that we had the bullish trifecta following a down year and the market is higher 100% of the time later, one year later when that happens with an average gain of over 29%. That's the kind of year that we think that we're looking at here. And this is just one more bullish factor to throw into the mix. So really good to see a golden cross here. Next up, um, my small cap screen is freezing here, but let me run it on this chart. Small caps also, this is based off of IWM, up nearly 2% on the day today, hitting its highest level since August of last year. Really good to see. And then lastly, the Dow Jones, which I mentioned earlier, it did finish lower on the day, but just barely. You know, one-tenth of 1% or 39 points to 34,053. It was higher earlier in the session, but... Take a look at the Dow Jones transports. This chart is impressive. This is, you know, dollar sign T R A N. Uh, In the last two sessions, it has gained over a thousand points in just two sessions here. And as Dow theory goes, when one of these, either the Dow or the Dow Jones transports is breaking out to new highs, the other is soon to follow. That is classic Dow Theory going back about a hundred years there. The same thing applies to the downside as well. If one bottoms first, the other one's about to bottom as well. So to get new highs from the transports <laughs> up nearly 3% on a day with the Dow down, you know, so no worries here from our point of view of what we expect next from the Dow. The transports hitting their highest level since April of last year today. So really good to see. Overall. You know, our view remains unchanged. We called it early. We're in a new bull market here, and we're getting the exact setups that we want to see. Great improvement in charts, Golden Cross buy signals with the Dow Transports I've also had as well. Uh, And then there's even more proof when you start to dig deeper. Yesterday, we found out the amount of money in the money market and money market funds right now typically based off of n1 m1, m1 money supply that's liquid cash right uh or, or equivalent you know money that you can spend right now so money sitting on the sidelines just hit a record high yesterday after this incredible first month of the year it's only a matter of time until the fear of missing out kicks in fomo will kick in big time as we start to hit. You know, NASDAQ up out of a bear market, up 20%. That's the psychological level I was talking about earlier. Uh, and that just adds so much fuel to the fire. That's when we really start to see our market soar. And one more example on sentiment here is the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey. Coming back this morning again with more bears than bulls now for the 23rd week in a row. Folks, that's never happened before in the history of, of this survey and as contrarians we see this as a reason that we must be long this market here so some great just great setups all around great setups in the charts love to see sentiment in this regard cash on the sidelines that's ready to come back in and in some individual names we're still seeing a high short interest so you know we could see start to see some of those meme stock level of short squeezes later this year certainly could happen Alright, so next up, looking at our internals on the day, just another impressive day from the internals. Really overall, what we've seen this year so far in the internals might be, I would say is, more impressive than what we've seen from our major indexes. You really want to see the strength under the surface. It confirms what we're seeing in the market, and we've just gotten it time and time again this year. I think we've already beat um, more days in, in 2023 with more 52 week highs and lows than we saw in all of 2022. I mean, it was almost never positive last year. Uh, so, really good to see this improvement. And we saw it again today advancing stocks, beating out declining stocks, over two to one positive for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. NASDAQ not too far away from three to one positive. 52 week highs and lows. I'll point out here, Yesterday, we got the best readings that we've seen from this indicator in a long time. We had 375 stocks hitting 52-week highs to just 41 hitting 52-week lows. And today, we even beat that. We had more stocks hitting 52-week highs and less stocks hitting 52-week lows today. Coming back with 402 stocks hitting 52-week highs to just 32 hitting 52-week lows. Exactly what you want to see. Then lastly, volume coming in positive as well, just below 2 to 1 positive for the NYSE and roughly 4 to 1 positive on the NASDAQ today. Two big back-to-back volume days here for NASDAQ confirmation again. Next up, let's take a look at our sectors here on the day we finished with seven out of our 11 S and P 500 sectors higher on the day. We were led by communication services up a big 6.7%. A lot of that is meta massive weighting in this group, which as it was up over 20% today, you can see why this group was so much higher and really tech stocks across the board followed meta today. As you heard earlier, Apple up on the day, Amazon and Google up over 7% earlier in the session today. So a little bit of a pullback after the close today, uh, done in the concern here for us, we will be buyers on pullbacks. It's time to get back to buying the dip here. After that, we had consumer discretionary technology and real estate. Uh, let's check one last refresh of the housing sector today. Wow, uh, HGX, the housing index, up 3.3 percent today. Um, wow, that is a 52 week high housing really our first major index to get back to 52-week highs. That is very important here. Housing and the transports, which were up big today as well, nearing a 52-week high. Uh, Those two sectors we see as leading economic indicators. When those are leading the way higher, much like the semis, you want to be long. Uh, It just shows good things to come. shows how strong our economy is right now. And we've seen that in data set after data set as well. You just cannot deny that you can say we've slowed a little bit, but you can't deny the strength of this economy. And as we talk about here often to our members, especially we write it in our updates a lot has nothing to do with the Biden administration. We're still experiencing the Trump economic miracle. He said it before he left office that he left it in a way that it was going to rally for years, you know, thanks to Uh, tax cuts thanks to incentives for different types of investments whether it's oil and gas and now now of course you got green investment initiatives thanks to the Biden administration (laughs) kind of reversing that there a little bit but this is all the Trump economic miracle we're still watching play out right now and for our laggers today continues to be energy Uh, you know energy has been our best performing sector for the last two years so much like how the worst performing sectors the year before tend to be the best performing sectors the next year. We got that in 2020. Energy was crushed in 2020. It's been our leader for the last two years. You know, it's really been our only uh sector as well that has been near 52 week highs recently. You know, our 52-week high in XLE was last November. Uh, you know, so to get a little bit of a down year for energy would not surprise us here, but overall we th- we see energy stocks holding up and we continue to we'll continue to trade them as well. Uh but after that, it was consumer staples, healthcare and materials lagging on the day, and these are defensive sectors typically. You know, they're risk-off investments. So good not bad to see at all the those risk-off sectors being our laggards. It's almost a bullish uh factor there. And we're seeing some other risk-on assets rallying as well i'll get to that here in our very commodity watch at the very end and so let's jump into it and after our very commodity watch i'm talking about bitcoin as our risk on indicator so let's take a look first at our commodities though gold now lower on the day down eight tenths of one percent to one thousand nine hundred and twenty seven dollars an ounce the miners were also down today but i'll point out here on a chart they're now back to their 21 day moving average and since this rally began that level has served as a springboard. That's when the next move higher began, is right when we got to about these levels on our moving averages. Uh, so, you know, our view we remain extremely bullish on gold and the miners for the year this year. Uh, silver down as well, uh, just about a quarter of 1% to $23.54 an ounce. Copper down, six-tenths of 1% to $4.08 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, lower today. Now making four out of its last five sessions lower, and today down another half a percent to $76 a barrel. And finally for today, Bitcoin, which rallied earlier in the session, getting back above 24000 for the first time since August of last year, now down six-tenths of 1% to 23,571. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.